2020 was a rough year, but not rough for everybody. I want to share with you my seven lessons that I learned from 2020 and what I'm taking from 2020 into 2021. Let's get into it. You're listening to the Money, Markets, and Mindset Podcast, where it's all about learning how to have your money work hard for you instead of you working hard for it. And now your host, stock market coach and options trader, Jason Brown. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Money, Markets, and Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, stock market coach and option trader, Jason Brown. And in this episode, I really just want to dive into the seven lessons that I've learned from 2020 and share with you my experience, my thoughts on how I saw the year and some of the things that I'm taking from 2020 into 2021. So one of the things that I've learned throughout 2020, at least from this year, you know, going through a pandemic has been a tough year for many people, is that number one, turmoil creates opportunity. And this really shouldn't be new to people, because if you think about back when the real estate market crashed, I think that was like 2008. If you think about when that bubble burst and everything crashed, like the turmoil was that people were losing their houses, people houses, people were just walking away from their houses and all this craziness with the, with the bank and the financial markets with respect to real estate. But what happened was there was huge opportunity coming out from that, right? Real estate agents were making a ton of money. You had a lot of people getting to uh, buying homes, fixing them up, flipping them. A lot of people picked up some of their best rental properties during those times. And so what I've learned is that in times of toughness and times of turmoil, there's usually some opportunity that is created. And you can see the same thing with this year with the pandemic or in 2020 with the pandemic. When you think about the big sell off that the stock market had, the market sold off so heavy, the S&P 500, the Dow, the Nasdaq, everything sold off. But really, if you didn't panic, number one, if you held on to your stock, majority of it rebounded. Number two, if you weren't in the stock market, though, it created a huge opportunity to buy some stocks at a really, really, really reasonable price and allowed you to participate in a huge ride back up and make some serious money this year. I know a lot of the young Robin Hood investors, a lot of people who've never invested before, you know, it doesn't matter if they're young, but a lot of people who didn't invest before were all about getting into the market this year because they were day trading and they were grabbing Tesla shares and they were grabbing this stock, that stock, this IPO, and it was easy to make money. Now, the 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 flip side of that is that doesn't mean things would be I don't want to say easy, but they kind of came in and hit that home run. You won't be able to just come in and hit home run. At some point, you're going to wake up and realize it takes skill to participate. But when there's turmoil and everyone's scared and nervous, the big picture point here is that there's usually some type of opportunity that's created. And it's really about you being prepared to take advantage of it, which we'll talk about in a minute. Number two thing I learned this year, even from a financial standpoint, is that a bad year is not a bad year for everybody. So just because it was a bad year for you doesn't mean it was a bad year for everybody. Now, we're all sympathetic to those who lost their job, who may have worked in the hospitality, the travel industry, and, and who saw that industry basically just come to a screeching halt with restaurants and you can't travel, you can't be on cruise ships. And so our heart goes out to those people whose jobs were affected, who were laid off, whose companies 
couldn't afford to keep everybody on payroll. But what I'm simply saying is just because it was a bad year for certain companies or certain people does not mean it was a bad year for everybody. So for example, Apple had a stellar year. Um, Microsoft had a stellar year. Amazon had a stellar year with people shopping online and getting stuff shipped to their homes. Grocery stores needed more employees than ever. So those guys were able to get overtime and bonuses and raises. And so it doesn't matter how high up the ladder your job is or how down on the ladder you believe your position is. It was a good year for some people, no matter what spectrum you put yourself on on that playing field. And then it was a bad year for some people, no matter how high up their jobs were. They saw their industry come to a screeching halt. And maybe you were a CEO or an executive of you know, a business or a restaurant that used to be booming, but who's going to go and order $100 steak for carryout so that they can go heat it up in the microwave, right? And so maybe you own a really nice restaurant that can't do carryout because the type of food that you serve and the clientele just won't pay that much for money to go home and heat it up. So I just want you to think about the fact that just because there's bad times doesn't mean it's bad for everybody. And the question that I'm realizing that I always want to ask myself is how can I get on the other side of that coin? Who is making money? Who is profiting from this? What industry should I pivot or, you know, start to dabble in so that I can make sure that I'm recession proof or that I have a second set of skills available should the opportunity come that I need to put those skills to work, which takes me to my point of number three. Preparation is key. Whatever you did or didn't prepare for really put you at an advantage or a disadvantage in this season. And so when I think about preparation, I want you to think about the company who said, I don't like Facebook. I don't like YouTube. I don't like Instagram. We don't need that. All of our customers come into our store. They love us, right? And then a pandemic hits and that business owner and their employees were not prepared to have to talk on camera. We're not prepared to have to live stream. We're not prepared to run Facebook ads to reach their customers, right? They weren't prepared to ship their product or offer some type of service that they can deliver online or physically ship them in the mail. By not being prepared, those businesses and those people got caught off guard. I think about the stock market the same way. It's like when the market crashes and now the stocks are cheap or at a reasonable price, if you were prepared, meaning you've opened your trading account, you've been following the stock market, and this is where people make the biggest mistake. They say, well, I don't have any money, so I'm not going to learn that right now, or I don't believe I can invest this year, so I'm just not even going to pay attention until I get some money. Well, what happens is you're not prepared when these market swings and these economic swings happen. You're not prepared to take advantage of the opportunity. So now that the stocks are low, you're saying, how do I open an account? How does this work? How do you buy your first stock? How do you fund your account? And so being prepared is super important. And that's one of the biggest things that I learned in 2020. You know, when the pandemic hit, we were already online. We were already YouTube and we were already in the stock market. We were already ready to help our customers, our clients, our members of Power Trades University. And so it was just like another day of work. It was like rolling up our sleeve and saying, let's go, baby. We, we prepared for this moment. So let's make this money for those who are rocking with us inside of the university. And so 
when you look out on your life and you look out into the future, you really want to be prepared. Don't be the person that says, well, I don't need this right now, right? Because you never know when that skill is going to kick in or come in handy to not just help you thrive, but maybe even just help you survive something like the pandemic of 2020. Number four thing that I learned in 2020 is get it while the getting is good. You know, I know a lot of business owners that have made a ton of money, but maybe they didn't pay their taxes. Maybe they didn't pay down their property, their equipment, the building that they're they're renting. Maybe they chose to have more fun with their money and not necessarily get it while it's good and prepare for downtimes. And what what I what I saw sadly happen to some entrepreneurs and and also some individual families who maybe you had a good job and you're making a good commission check and you believe this is going to continue happening, right? And then boom, the industry gets hit with a pandemic and everything comes to a screeching halt. What happens is if you were getting it while the getting is good and also managing it properly, right? Putting some money away into that, what what does Dave Ramsey say? You need that um, rainy day account, that emergency fund account. If you weren't stashing a little bit of money away for that emergency account, you found yourself stressed out this year. If you weren't taking advantage of overtime or sales at your work when it was offered for you to work extra, make a little extra money, you felt it during this pandemic when you didn't have the opportunity to make extra money or you didn't even have the opportunity to make the money that you normally make. And so when things are good, when the economy's rocking and rolling, when there's opportunity for advancement at your job, opportunity to learn the stock market, opportunity to invest in yourself, You want to get it while the getting is good. You want to take advantage while those opportunities are out there before companies have to scale back on commission, before they have to scale back on hours, um, before you you know, look up and realize you need an emergency fund and you don't have it. Now you're trying to panic because you're not sure what you and your family are going to do to survive in the next two or three months. And typically, if you can get through a one to two or maybe even three month rough patch, typically that's about long enough for things to start to tip in a different direction or for at least for you to catch your breath and figure out what your next step is. So I want you to get it while the getting is good. And I believe the getting is going to be even better in 2021. I think as the vaccine gets out there, I think as the economy opens back up, as travel, hospitality, gambling, gaming, all of those industries start to open back up, I think there's going to be an immense opportunity. And I want you to look at that opportunity and say, I'm going to get all I came to get before the next shakeup. Because if you really think about it, almost every eight to 10 years, we have something that comes and hits and rocks the economy. And so we know that it's coming. We just don't always know what it is that's going to shake up the economy. So you might as well get it while the getting is good so you can be prepared to not just survive, but thrive in times like we had in 2020 with the pandemic. Okay, number five, I touched on this a little bit, which is preparing for downtime. So for me, what that meant, if you saw some of my videos, you saw when I had the one trade with DocuSign where I made over $400,000 in one trade. Now, typically, what I typically do with that money is I'll put it back in the stock market or I'll look for some other investments. And it wasn't necessarily because of the pandemic, but I just had the foresight this year. I was like, 
Mm, let me, I was just like, let me pay off um, our, our mortgage, our house on our lake house here in Michigan. And so we, we paid off that mortgage. And sometimes people say, well, you could have did this with it. You could have bought another, you could have bought a, a two or three, four family flat. You could have bought some rental property or you could have bought more stock. Sometimes in life is not about making more money. Sometimes in life, it's about not losing any money. Sometimes in life, it's about removing the stress out of your life. And for me to be able to take the stress of home ownership, take the stress of, you know, I'm married. I got two kids. For me to take the stress out of what if the business isn't doing this well? What if the stock market isn't doing as well? Where are we going to go if we fall behind on our house payment or just something, right? Because everyone doesn't think it's something's going to happen to them until something happens to them. And it could be through no fault of my own. It could be I got into a car accident this year and, you know, I'm the breadwinner for our family. So what if my wife doesn't know how to trade stocks or run the business? She's like, how are we going to pay for this house? Right. And so that's what preparing for the downtime is, is, is getting it while the getting is good. While we talked about in, in level in step four, but then it's also moving that good that you've been getting in level five or step five and saying, let me take care of the credit card debt. Let me take care of the student loan debt. So that I have, I like to call it raising my floor. That's what I call it. Right? So quick story. When I was making money and I dropped out of college. I had spent a lot of money, lost a lot of money, and I had to actually go back to work. And when I had to go back to work, the only job I could apply for was a sales rep. And what happened with that position is I saw other jobs that I could have been a manager or did this or that and a third, and I felt qualified. But because I didn't have a degree, I couldn't apply for those jobs. It's at minimum bachelor's degree, et cetera. And so I went back to school part-time while I was working full-time because I said, I want to raise my floor. I don't want to ever be disqualified from a job because I don't have my degree, right? And so now I know some people are watching, it's like, oh, you don't need a degree or you're listening to this on the podcast. I don't need a degree in, in this day and age. It's not about whether you need it, don't need it. It's about raising your floor. It's about saying, if I need it, I have it, right? It's kind of like Jesus. I'd rather have them and not need them than to need them and not have them. And so if I ever lost my business, lost my investment mindset and couldn't invest anymore, whatever the case may be, I like to know at a bare minimum, my floor, I can go and get a job that pays $100,000 because of my skills and because I have the education combined. And that's how I like to look at preparing for downtime. I like to raise my floor. So I like to say if everything went totally wrong, well, at least we can stay in this caliber of a house in this caliber of a neighborhood. And we actually don't need to make that much money because we paid off our debts. We paid off our cars, no student loans, no credit card debt, and we can live just fine. And so that's the message I want to send to you when you're getting it, when the getting is good, you want to make sure that you prepare for downtime. Let's talk about number six. And this lesson that I learned in 2020 is that bad things can happen to good people. You see, when the pandemic hit, it didn't matter if you were the pastor of a church. It didn't matter if you were Christian, non-Christian, Jehovah Witness. It didn't matter if you were a non-believer or, or, or a believer. None of that mattered. Didn't matter if you were a good father, good husband, good brother, good sister, good mother. Did not matter. Nothing about your character and who you are as a person mattered 
with respect to the fact that the pandemic affected us all. All right. In one way, shape or another, it affected us all. And so even if you were pastor of a church, you had to close the doors of your church because there was a pandemic broke out. Well, if you close the doors of your church, perhaps your parishioners weren't tithing as much because they weren't going to church. Not only that, some of your parishioners were losing their jobs. So they're losing their income. So they can't give the 10% as much as they wanted to because of just things that are out of their control. So my point is it didn't matter who you were. Good, bad things happen to good people. And I think sometimes people think I'm a good person. I, you know, I do all the right things. None of that matters sometimes in business and life. And when it comes to finances, if you're a good person or not, bad things happen to good people. And you have to recognize that nobody's immune from catching the coronavirus. Nobody's immune from being laid off from their job. Nobody's business. You might have had a rock solid business driving Uber or maybe you were a wedding planner or a limo driver and maybe you owned a hall. All of that stuff came to a screeching halt. People couldn't have weddings. You had no one to take out in the limo for bachelorette and bachelor parties that night because no one's getting in the limo together. No clubs are open, right? So it didn't matter if you're a good person. Businesses were affected. And I think we need to understand that bad things happen to good people. And so you can't use good being a good person as an excuse not to put some of the other things in place, like getting it while the getting is good, preparing for downtime, learning a new skill, right? You can't just use, I'm a good person as an excuse. You have to be on top of your money, your finances, your business, your skills of learning new things so that you can be prepared. That way, if something bad happens, even as a good person, you can survive it or even possibly thrive through it. The last thing that 2020 taught me is that tough times don't last, tough people do, okay? It's been a tough year for a lot of people, and I first heard that quote from my uncle, but I'm sure somebody else's uncle has said it too, because it's probably a common quote, but tough times don't last, tough people do, and you know we've seen the economy open back up, we've saw it close, we saw it open back up, especially if you're here in Michigan, and then we saw the economy close again, okay? And so if you were able to survive until they released the, the paycheck protection money or the PPE money and the loans, if you were able to survive and get that money, then it allowed you to survive a little bit longer until the economy opened back up again before it closed back down. And then you were able to survive a little bit longer until the vaccine was able to get out there and before another stimulus check was able to get cut. And so tough times don't last, tough people do. You have to be tough to get through these hard financial situations, these hard life situations. You can't just throw your hands up and give up and say, this was the first year I finally raised all the money and opened my restaurant. And then we get hit with a pandemic. It's not your fault. Bad things happen to good people, but tough times don't last. Tough people do. If you can weather the storm, that restaurant will open again, hopefully. If you can weather the storm, the bars, the club, the travel, the hotel, the airlines, it will pick back up but only if you're tough enough to, and I don't mean physically tough, I'm talking mentally tough enough 
to get through this, to keep your eye on the prize, to survive and get through to the other side. So as you look on to the new year, I know so many of you are probably glad that 2020 is behind us, but I just wanted to share with you my top seven lessons that I feel this year has taught me. And as you look out to 2021, I want you to go into it thinking about these things. Am I prepared? Am I getting it while the getting it is good? Uh, do I have a new skill that I could use just in case I need to use it? Am I preparing for downtime? Am I paying off debt, paying off credit cards, right? Am I remembering that I'm not a bad person, just bad things happen to good people and I got to deal with it just like everybody else, um, not just in America, but in the world. And am I making sure that I set an example for my kids, my family, my wife, my husband, that tough times don't last, tough people do, and we will get through this some way, somehow. So that's the message I want to leave you with. I believe 2021 is going to be wide open for opportunity. There's probably going to be more restaurants that didn't survive that you can open up your first restaurant. There's going to be um, retail spots in the mall that were closed that are now open for you to take lease on that spot you always wanted. There's going to be so much online opportunity for you to open up your own online business. There's going to be so much opportunity in the stock market as the economy comes roaring back that you can participate in and start to have your money work for you. You just have to make the decision and draw the line in the sand that you're going to get everything that this world has to offer and you're not going to leave any of it on the table, especially not due to being lazy and especially not doing to saying, oh, I'm tired from last year. I just want to chill. 2021 is going to be our year. Let's get it. I'm Jason Brown. I'm signing off saying you never go broke taking the profit. So let's go get our profits in 2021. Thanks for listening to the episode. If you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever your favorite platform, be sure to give us a rating and leave us a review so that other people can find the show. And if you're still thinking about getting into the stock market, let me encourage you just get off the fence and get into the game. You can check out our paid programs at www.powertradesuniversity.com. You can also check out our free content like our stock market starter pack and our stock option starter pack and our join our free Facebook group. All the things by visiting our main site at www.thebrownreport.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Money, Markets, and Mindset podcast. We hope this episode has been educational and inspirational. To learn more about how to have your money work for you inside the stock market, visit www.thebrownreport.com.